Hi, I'm Dr. Tim Weir, and I gotta tell you, I love life. But when I'm not being a husband, a father, a grandfather, an author, or a practicing chiropractor, I'm the host of the television show, Loving Life with Dr. Tim Weir. I love to cook. I love to travel. I like to spend time with people who do what they love and love what they do. Join me and Elvis for the next 30 minutes as we help you discover how to love life. We're still in Florida. We're finishing up here at a place called Wikiwachi. It's the spring of live mermaids. Remember coming here as a kid? Fabulous memories. And uh, we're going to take you inside. Uh, and we're just going to have a blast today. Let's go. I am Mermaid Courtney, and I am loving life here at Wikiwachi Springs State Park. Um, it's one of Florida's oldest theme parks. It's now, as of 2008, a state park, hence yeah. the uniform name. Yeah. Um, but I've been here 15 years, and I was part of that transition that turned it into a state park, and that was in an effort to um, preserve it. You know, because since the emergence of Disney and Universal right. and all those big parks in Orlando, and of course Tampa, um, a lot of the old roadside attractions that many people my age, your age, uh, or older are familiar with have gone away. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, and that was to me, I, I'm a native Floridian, so it was those old parks like here, Silver Springs, Six Gun Territory. Right. Um, Homosassa is still Homosassa here. Homosassa is still, a, it's a state park, it's still up there. Um, but a lot of those old, quaint, very charming, old Florida, I call them attractions have become extinct because of the larger parks. And I love the larger parks. That was my yeah. first job out of college was at wow. Universal. But there has always been a part of me that really embraced a lot of the old, I love old traditional nostalgic things. And this park represents that. Yeah. And the mermaids, you know, they've been swimming since, not this group, but since 1947. Wow. Um, this year, actually in two, 2017, we're gonna be celebrating our 70th anniversary. So uh, the mermaids have been swimming since then, and they've become, to me, really iconic of Florida tourism, which is our number one industry here mm -hmm. in the state. And, uh, you know, back in the day when I was a little kid, when my dad, you know, he grew up in Tarpon Springs, which is not too mm -hmm. far from here. Oh, yeah. And I grew up in Ocala, so yeah. always on the way south to Tarpon, we'd always stop. There was nothing. It was just wiki-wachi. Yep. And it was pretty much nothing between here and Tarpon. Exactly. And uh, we would always swing by and... And we'd always get the little moldorama, you know, little wax yeah, things, oh, which yeah, we still have. Really? But, yeah. you know, this place becomes, it attaches itself to you. And, and it kind of really has everything. It's got the natural resource, which is the spring, which is absolutely beautiful. It's a first magnitude spring. It's got the old traditional Florida tourism, mermaids. It's got a little riverboat cruise. And now with our wildlife show, we uh, let people come up close and personal to like an alligator and snakes, things that are indigenous to the state of Florida. Sure. And so it's a, and for the price, it's economically speaking, it's a great opportunity for families to come on an affordable trip, even if you live locally. Um, you know, you always kind of forget the things that immediately surround you. 
Uh, and you, said, you know, like people in New York all the time, I said, because I've never been in New York, I said, oh yeah, I want to go to the Statue of Liberty. And then people who are lifelong New Yorkers saying, you know, I've never been to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it's really true. And, so, and, that, and, and we're no different. You know, right. So people who live in Tampa and live locally talk about Wikiwatching. Like, you know, I've lived here all my life and I've never been to Wikiwatching. And so, uh, you know, we're looking to change that attitude and that mentality. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, you know, with our affordable entry fee and the fact that, you know, part of our park is seasonal because we do have a water park which keeps the locals coming back. And then, of course, the mermaids attract people from all over the world because they have that long seven-decade history yeah. Yeah. of underwater ballet. And, and our theater is unlike no other theater in the world. It's the only theater of its kind that no one will ever be able to duplicate because now, with the environmental laws that are now in place, uh, you're not going to be able to, to submerge a 450-seat theater into a natural spring. Sure. So when a lot of people think the mermaids swim in a tank or they swim in an aquarium, that's not the case. You're actually sitting in the tank. Wow. And they're in the open natural. How cool is that? It's a constant 72 degrees year-round. So regardless of what the outside temperature is, the water temperature is always the same. And so if it's 28 degrees outside, which can happen in Florida, the water 72. Oh, wow. And um, so the, for the mermaids, it's not that big of a deal until they get out, of course. Yeah. But um, but it's really something special that we have here. That is so cool. And when you have something that no one will, will be able to duplicate, it even makes it that much more It's a special. rare thing. Yeah, it's a rare thing. So I always like to, I know you haven't been here, and probably some of your family's never been here before, but I'll take you on the little, Okay. Um, give you my nickel tour, which okay. I always like to show you the spring first so you can kind of get a... Uh, a perception of where you are so when you actually go into the theater then you can say god this is incredible okay even to even to this day after 15 years you know when that curtain rises it's still kind of i know i don't sound mean to sound dramatic but it takes your breath oh, away sure because it's just the it's beauty awesome. is, is unbelievable because the clarity is crystal clear so you can photograph or video right through the glass wow and um so it's really amazing what these girls do and you have to understand i mean from the bottom of the spring where the mermaids perform, 65 feet below them, is the opening to the, from the aquifer. And there's 117 million gallons of water coming out of that cave opening each and every day. So where they perform, there's, and you'll see the swirls. Is, is it a current? There's a current. There's a five mile an hour current where they're swimming. And, to, and what makes these ladies remarkable is that if you've ever done any scuba diving, they don't wear weights. They don't wear a wetsuit, wet suit. so all the buoyancy that they control is simply through breathing techniques. Um, and of course, 72 degree water is cold because yeah. you know, your body temperature is 98.6 and going into 72. Yeah, there's a change. Yeah, and, wow. and again, as a native Floridian, I don't really like to swim in springs because it's one of those also breathtaking moments yeah. <laughs> when you get in. Yeah. But um, but they go through it, so they they, they brave the, the coldness of the water, the current, and of course the natural wildlife can come in and out of the spring at any point in time. So there's always turtles maybe nipping at them or fish biting their fingers because they like to feed them. How cool! You'll get especially in the winter time, you'll get the occasional manatee that will come into the spring. And then of course, just like any natural Florida waterway, there, there could be an occasional alligator. Wow. But, um, but it's really rare here because this is the mouth of the Wikiwachi River and it goes 12 miles into the Gulf of Mexico. So I, the alligators Constant like to be flow. away from everybody. Yeah. So they have 12 miles of river to, wow. to get away from you. But it's still, it's, and, and so from an athletic standpoint, what these women do is incredible. It still amazes me. Gymnasts. Yeah. Underwater gymnasts. That's All right, good. well, let's check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. 
So again, this is called the tube room. This was actually a brilliant move when um, ABC built this theater in the late 1950s because they wanted a way for the mermaids to access the spring in a real, so when the audience saw them for the first time, it was in more of a realistic manner. So instead of them just swimming across the, the banks of the Wikiwachi River, they built this behind the scene tube room. So the tube, hence the, the term, goes down about 16 feet, and then the same size tube, just like this L-shaped. So you can see the opening there. So it goes down 16 feet, and then 64 feet under the theater. Oh, wow. And so when it exits the mermaid, they're in the spring, but out of sight below that man-made stage that's out in the spring that you may have made out of seat. Um, so when the audience sees them for the first time, it's as if they had risen from the depths of the spring. Um, so, there's going to be some people in the theater. They're with me, so we haven't opened the doors yet. But I'm just wondering how you got into this. Um, no, I started off as a lifeguard uh, in 2006. And I was a lifeguard there for about six years. Um, by then, I was already friends with all the mermaids. Um, the guy, Dennis, Prince Dennis, used to be a lifeguard, so I worked with him. And, uh, they needed a prince, and they came, they came to me and asked me if I wanted to do it. I was like, sure. <laughs> I was already friends with most of the girls and everything. So yeah. So I said, why not? Wow. And he's got that Prince look about him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I've been here for in this apartment for about five years. Almost six years. Wow. It's, um, it's still a lot of fun. As you can see, it's very, you know, just from, you know, the, the training process, which might be something good to ask the mermaids is, um, you know, one, and we, and we hold auditions, just like any performer does. Sure. And it's very difficult. Uh, and just to give you an idea, we were looking at one point, this was a year or two ago, we were looking to hire like four mermaids. And 50 girls came out to audition, and we only hired two. And even those two at that time didn't make it past a week um, because of the physical challenge, even the mental challenge. You know, because if you're claustrophobic, you're not doing this too. Oh, yeah. You know, that's one of the biggest things. I think that if you ask a lot of them, the two was probably really? learning how to breathe on the air hose. Yeah is one of the most challenging things. But the first thing, once they are hired, the very, very first thing that we do with them is the scuba certify them. Um, regular scuba certify yeah. them. Because they have to, they are divers. So they're gonna be susceptible to all the dangers that are inherent and, yeah, to scuba diving. Yeah. You know, don't rise too quickly or you get an envelope. You know, just yeah. little, you know, things like that that they need to know. Once they pass their scuba training, then it goes into the air hose training and it's a, and it's a whole different way of breathing. And it's the same breathing apparatus that Newton Perry, who was the founder of Wikiwachi, developed. He invented it himself. Look at that bag. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. And because um, it will build, it, it'll build character in everything else that you do in life. If you if you attack it with that same vigor, it'll. it'll Hello. 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 This is Stacy and Chelsea. Hey, Stacy and Chelsea. Tim Weir. Nice to meet Good to meet you. Oh, you're a little mermaid? Yeah. Good. I'm the sea witch. You're the sea witch? My nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> Always, right? So they'll go upstairs, they'll get changed, and then, uh, and then they'll come back down here. Yeah. And then this is where typically the more veteran girls will put on their tails and but you can film them jumping in. That's always a That'd be cool. kind of a fun thing to do. I think I mentioned it before as a native Floridian, you really um, 
here's what, I, here's what I learned a long time ago, is that money isn't everything. It's important. Um, but doing what you love is even more important. And so I've always had every opportunity to go elsewhere and make more money. But every time I've done that, it's like, and I, ha I can't really say anything bad about any of the jobs that I've had. It's just, I never woke up with that same fervor of, I'm excited to go to work. Um, I want to make a difference um, as I have here. And so uh, I was fortunate enough to realize at that point that sometimes, as long as I can you know, pay my bills and have a little bit of money to put away, sure. I don't have to be a millionaire. Um, there are greater things in life than the almighty buck. And, 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 and for here, I realized I was waking up every morning, can't wait to get to work. Like I would wake up extra early because I'm gonna do this today and I'm gonna make a difference and I'm gonna um, you know, hopefully bring more attendance to this park. Because here I, was, I wasn't a, you know, a, a number in this big corporation and I had to get approval to do a lot of things. I was able from a marketing standpoint to be as creative as I wanted to be without anyone telling me, you know, um, that's not gonna work, or this, you can't do that, you can't do this. Um, and so I, I really liked that. And so for less money, but the fact that I was able to come here and make a difference and help save this park, it kept me here. Um, because this place has so many great childhood memories for me, coming here when I was a little boy, you know, my parents used to drive by, like I mentioned, the Golden mm -hmm. Tarpon. I'd come here, I had a crush on the mermaids like every little boy did. Um, you know, and every little girl wanted to be one. And so, um, when I came here in that effort to help save it, you know, that six months, as I mentioned, turned into 15 years, well, it took longer than six months to help save it. It actually took a number of years to, to get it to the point. So I started in 2001. It, wasn't, it didn't become a state park until 2008. That's when it was really officially saved because the state of Florida, does a wonderful job preserving their state parks because they have those resources to, to make it what it can be. And I was fortunate enough to um, be able to ask to stay as a state employee um, to help move it into that next generation for people to enjoy. So for me, it's been that um, preservation of childhood memories. Yeah. And, um, and it's been, and you can't put a price on that. But I truly see, you know, like, James is like my son, you know, and, and they know, and those girls are like my daughters, and they, each of them know and they have, can come to me about anything, whether it's work-related or personal. And I think that's what keeps me here. This place is so small and so quaint and so charming that you can't help but become part of the, the family. So I'm with Courtney here at Wikiwachi, the spring of live mermaids, and you are live. Yes, real life mermaid. Yep. She is alive. So how long have you been doing this? Um, I've only been working here since July, so give or take about six months. And you love it? I love it. It's the best job I could ever ask for. Really? Yes. Because I asked uh, John if I could do it, and they, uh, he had this, you know, like... Mm. I think you could do it. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Anybody could do it. I always tell people, and John and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, I think it's important for people to do what they love and love what they do. Oh, for sure. Every day I come to work, and I just, I love it. The, the smile on the kids is what I love the most. Yeah. Because, you know, for the, especially for the littler ones, like, they think we're real. And it is the best feeling in the entire world to know that I'm making someone's, like, fantasy come true. Yeah, that's really true. It's like being a Disney princess. 
So, see, there's so much latitude and longitude and spreading wide of dreams that you can do anything. You can be anything that you want to be. Of course. You can even and be a mermaid. Like I'm, I'm a mermaid. It's my job. Okay, don't change the channel because we got a lot to see here at Wikiwachi. came to Wikiwachi. Glad you came to Wikiwachi. I said that already. We know. We're so glad you made the trip. We're so glad you made the trip. Come on, I said that already. Hey, give us a break. We're only mermaids. Wait a minute, you've got to be pulling my leg. You say you're <laughs> what? Mermaids, silly. You know. Swishy tail, pretty face, lots of charm, lots of grace. When they see us, sailors lose their grips When they see the wiki-watching mermaid Do the wiki-watching mermaid flip We're so glad you came to wiki-watching We're so glad you made the trip We're glad you came to wiki-watching To watch the wiki-watching mermaid Do the wiki-watching mermaid 
I'm loving life. Hey, we're at Wikiwachi Park. It's the spring of live mermaids. And as you can tell, I, I don't think they want me in the show, but it's an amazing place for you to bring your family. I'll be right back. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Listen, go to our website, www.drtimweir.com. Look at all of our stuff on there and then leave me a little note. Tell me you're watching. Tell me where you live because this goes all over the country. I want to know where you're watching. Keep loving life. That's what it's all about. Until next time, I'll see you then. I'm loving life. I'm the door holder. I, I think I'm quitting my practice and everything. I'm going to be a mermaid. I, mean, I don't know who she is. Okay, she just, just pointed her up. Picked her up yeah, on I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>